Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Remember when he was at yeah, that yeah, party yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was really getting into that boxing and all of them amping his head up. B Mar, yeah, bro, bro, you an athlete, go out there, da da da. And I let everybody talk. And at the end I said, B, them niggas swinging back, bro. You're gonna get knocked the fuck out. And I'm gonna be in the front row and I'm gonna support you, but you're gonna get knocked out. You haven't never boxed before. Did you in your watch life? the fight in Nate Robinson? Yeah, yes, I did. And you see how he's been laying out with his booty in the air? <laughs> oh, we, we B Marshall be laying oh, out with his booty in the air. We had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team, he gotta eat, you know. Spike, spike your skills. Tank. Keep it riding for the fam. You gotta light the wooden wheels straight up. But in the past bag, work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah, and my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas. Light skin, man. What's happening? Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank y'all. We I appreciate you. it. I miss you. I miss y'all too. Happy, happy, happy for you. Where you been though? I love you. No, I love. Listen, I love you. I love you more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Scale it back a little bit. But, but I, I, mean, I appreciate. No, nah, real, real. Man, where was you at, man? I don't mean to be your personal. No, business, no, bro. You know? I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell the truth, bro. Me, me, and my wife and my son, we got tested positive for COVID. Man. Yeah, we got tested positive. We tried to contact Trace to know what's going on, but we got five people in the house. We have a five-month-old, a seven- and a nine-year-old, mm. my wife and myself. Bruh, the kids were good. I was good. I lost my taste. I still ain't got my taste. Right. My wife was at the ER for six hours one night. Couldn't breathe in deep. So it's real. Like, you heard people say COVID's real? Bruh, COVID's real, and you don't know how it's going to affect you. You don't know how it's going to affect your kids, your mom, your dad, whatever. So I would say that one thing. From my experience, bro, it was the craziest thing in the world to see that a five-month-old was cool and a 33-year-old can you say women's ages? Yeah. You like to say women's ages? Okay, a 33-year-old woman is that, and and my wife was really, bro, she was hurting. So, yeah, like don't, don't, whatever y'all are not political, whatever you think about this, bro, COVID is real. No, it's good uh, that you, you know, you're back, you're able to share it with everybody. I mean, for the last two weeks, everybody, where's Channing? Where's Channing? I'm like, I ain't coming. I, I don't even know, really. He on the vacation. Maybe he playing here kitty cat on the back porch. You know what? I, Kevin, I don't even know. And while I was gone, y'all had a love fest going on. We did. Omar we did. kissing your ass, kissing your ass, kissing your ass. <laughs> Not really. God, Not really. Man. I mean, really, speaking, speaking, truth, speaking facts bro. and speaking the truth, really ain't kissing that. That's a good way to put it, though. <laughs> hey, Robbie, on the top of COVID, I had to do a rapid test today. I did a rapid test today. It's funny, it took 10 minutes. It took 10 minutes. And I think the fact that people really aren't taking COVID serious until it hits some, until it hits home. Yeah. Until it hits home to somebody that's close to you or dear to you. And I really think like places like Atlanta, yeah. Houston, places that have been wide open, clubbing, right. partying, having house parties or whatever it may be, they don't think, they don't take it that serious because it hasn't really affected them, either them in general yeah. or anyone close to them. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. <laughs> So we're talking about COVID, um, Des Bryant. Yeah. 
That's that. Come on, man. I know, I know, but but, like but you, uh, the reason why I would I would I wouldn't even took that test because I'm playing against some Cowboys. That's what I'm saying. Like you think about what he's been out the league two, three years since 2017. Yeah, 17. Three yeah. years. Been working his, been yeah, working his ass off right before the game. I know, but you know, uh, you know, in our group chat, SA text, like, what's her name? Right, because mm-hmm. like he, the dude been off for three three years, and, and all of a sudden he he making he find himself back on the field, about to play against the Dallas Cowboys, suiting up, and then all of a sudden you test positive for the day COVID. of the game. Yeah, and do so they, that, do, they do they point. do they test during the week? They test during the week. Oh, they test every day. Yeah. So he tested every day and been negative, and all of a sudden the, the day of the game. That's right. I was trying to figure out what's going on. I saw the tweet before I knew. What it was, soon and the I tweet, tweet was like, man, I'm tired soon of this. I, soon I, saw the tweet, I can't I do this no more. And then I, I'm like, Google, what, what's good? You know what I'm saying? And they talked about the test. You know, but that's why people need to really take it serious because it hits anybody. You know, and, and, and I guess speaking of that, um, and I know we'll probably get to it at some point because I'm sure y'all seen it too. You mentioned Houston, mm. James Harden. He got to take six. Six what? Tests. Back to back to back to back. Houston says that he got to take six tests before he's cleared and they all to join the be team negative. because he was out in Vegas wilding out, allegedly. Mm. Vegas. Allegedly. Allegedly. Little baby. Po- but uh, they, but, they, so but they, these leagues got to protect. They got to protect these other players, Ooh. man. And with Dez, too. Now, Dez, you test positive, go sit your ass down somewhere. I was excited to see Dez. Three years trying to get back to the field. He finally make his way back. I mean, right. his career was over. I don't care if Dad's caught one ball, man. Just seeing him suited and booted, man. Uh, that, that's all I wanted to see. And then all of a sudden, COVID. So I, I, I was disappointed. No, I agree. I know why he was frustrated. I was, I was mad for him. When Jacksonville let me go, we had one opportunity when I was in New England to play the Jags. And here I am. I'm recovering from a high ankle sprain. Mm. I was hot because they didn't get me, you know, 85, 90%. So just imagine somebody who's been out for a couple years, mm-hmm. trained, just to get back to his point, not knowing he was going to get to that point, but I'm sure he saw it on the schedule for the last what five, six weeks. Yeah, right. What they you think? Get out there. But then, but then he said he about to, he about to hang it back up again. He ain't gonna hang it up. He ain't gonna hang but it up. But he That's said the frustration. That, I mean, the, the, frustration. the frustration. I was angry for him, and I'm not even playing, so I understand but, how he but feels. But I always say, I take my Jason Whitlock take. <laughs> he always called me out. When a when a player says I'm retired or or, or even thinks about retirement, Out of frustration, or even puts it in his mind, no, because Dad's hung it up. Dad's hung it up a couple years back. Once you say that I'm going to take myself mentally out of this I game, heard that before. you're never going to be the same player. Yeah, and I 100 No, 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 no. He didn't. He didn't hang it up. Remember his ACL, uh, Achilles. Achilles. Yeah. So he didn't hang it up. So he's been working his ass off to get to this point. For one to get opportunity. I heard a scout say that. Uh, he, he told me that before. He's like, once that's in your head, it's over. And I remember probably like year eight, year nine, coming back from my third hip surgery mm. and and literally running and crying because I was like, man, I'm not going to make it back to the season. And I start thinking about retirement, and I, and I just kept fighting. I thought because of what he said, I was like, man, if I let this creep in, it's over. I won't even make it back. So Did whether that retire? is higher. No, I didn't retire. That's the thing. If you got a dog in, you got a dog in. You ain't shutting it down. I understand what you're saying. Yes. I, I understand. You check I, out we, we've always been there. If, you, if, you, if you're a baller, if you're a dog on the field, right, and if you're used to performing at such a high level, little any little injuries, we talk about injuries. I fought in my whole career, and I knew I ain't going to leave my best. But any little, you know, knick-knack injury or whatever, you're frustrated. That was a sign of clear frustration. Even when he tore his Achilles, 
Dez was balling. Regardless of what people said, Dez was a motherfucker out there in Dallas. Hurt his Achilles. He had the contract disputes. Jerry Jones dead. What, what's going to happen? That happened. Then he's out of the league. Other stuff happens. Now he's in a situation where I'm back where I want to be. The light's going to be on me. I know the light's going to be on me. I'm ready. Boom. COVID. COVID beating everybody up. 2020 is a bitch. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It, it's crazy. But that ain't, that's not going to encourage any of these other dudes out here, these monsters, the Michael Thomases. So speaking of receivers. The Michael Thomases and the and the who the top the top dude right. I love DeAndre Hopkins. Devontae Adams. I, I love Devontae Adams. Bro, if they get COVID, they're not gonna threaten us with retirement. That's that's a guy that already they checked out mentally. Me. That's a guy that has checked out mentally. Nah. And if, bro, well, if, any, if, any, if anything in front of you, you can't do makes that. you want to retire. You can't say that. You're comparing a dude that's been out the game for three years to dudes that are currently balling for the past four and five consecutive seasons. Yeah, completely different men- mental mental capacity. Dad should have more drive than those guys. He had the drive. Why do you think he was there? working for the past three years to get back in? What's no, that? no, so I wouldn't would say he, that. I, I I would say because I, I saw Dad's at the Rock Nation brunch, and you know we, we 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 talked, and I'm like, bro, like just stick to it and work because I feel like Dad's over the last three years been getting frustrated. He'll have spurts where he work and then he don't work. In the last six months he'd been super consistent and that's why he got his opportunity when he went to new orleans and he and he tore his achilles he was out of shape Daz couldn't move because he wasn't and because of it like i think that's the hardest thing let me back up i think that's the hardest thing for a player you get cut and you're in that gray area and those the phone ain't calling it's like how do you find yourself like how do you get the energy to get up every day and work not knowing when that next check is going to come that's in or next big. call so that's for me I, I understood Daz, you know and why he was you know, working, not working, and then he finally put it together, and that's why he got his opportunity. He went to Baltimore at the beginning of the year. They gave him a trial. He wasn't in shape. They sent him home and said, come back in shape. We'll sign you, and that's what he did. And that's the thing, too. It's, it's funny. I've told, I told a story season one where I didn't plan to retire, but once I got the Dolphins cut me, I got fired, and I went home, and I was going to take the year off. I was going to just take the year off rehab. My wife was nine months pregnant. And I woke up on a, it was a Wednesday morning, I remember. And I told my wife, I said, I'm not playing the game no more. And she was like, okay, because I love football. She knew I love football. I said, I ain't playing the game no more. She said, what would make you say that? I said, because I have, I didn't like, oh, I can say I didn't like the accountability that I had for my teammates, my coaches, my DC, my OC, my head coach, like the pressure I put on myself. I let all that off of my back. All that to learn the defense. All that to watch the watch film five, six hours a day. Bro, I enjoyed not having responsibility. Mm. And once you got money, and once you got success, and once you... I've been out 11 years, and motherfuckers talk to me every time I go in the gas station. You got fame, success, and you got financial stability. Bro, it's hard for people to want to go back out I there and do that. struggle with that. It's hard for people to go so back out like there and do that. So that's like saying if you play in the game, you get a big payday. Does that mean the same love and passion you have for the game goes away? Chad, a lot of... You know dudes, too. I don't want you to call nobody out. I guarantee you got a guy in your head that when he got his money, he hung it up. You think so? Yeah, why don't you? When they got their check, they hung it up. Chad, you two played football in the box, bro. Nah, I'm, just, I'm, yeah. trying, I'm trying to think. I don't remember dude's contract, but usually in order to get a big payday, you have to play at a certain level. Correct. And then once Usually when you, check, get, when you get you that get money, that you have to con- play at that level consistently. That's your that mentality. Check. That's, That's you. why you a dog. But there's a lot of dudes, man, they get that check and it's a, it's a wrap. Like for me, my mentality was let me get two, three contracts. A lot of dudes, they get one. Like I could never understand that in the locker room. That was the worst player for me to be around when a dude's like, they a rookie. 
second year guy, and they're like, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play till I man, just this, this contract and I'm done. Or I'm gonna get that one contract and I'm done. In my head, I'm like, I'm trying to play 14, 15, 16 yeah. years. I could never understand that with guys. There's a lot of guys like that in the locker room, man. I ain't never experienced that. You closed your eyes. You you ignored All those right. guys. You ignored the dudes that got their check and hung it up. I've been waiting for you to come back on the show. <laughs> you good with your negative test? You got it? Let me see. I got it, yeah. You got it? You cool. Okay, good. Deep breaths. Yeah, man. Can you taste right now? I ain't got no taste. Why are you drinking? Because I can't taste it. It's water to me. <laughs> Take 10 shots. Come on, okay. I told, I told you I loved you, man. I, I love you too. Sometimes you got to love people from afar. <laughs> love them from a distance. Look, you know, we always want to be, you know, up with the current events, but I had to wait for these two topics with you, bro. Like, I wanted, I, I wanted to wait and talk to you about Gucci and Jeezy and that battle versus battle. And I also, which we can talk about now, Nate Robinson and the whole boxing. You Jake had Tyson. Paul. Jake Paul. Yeah. Yep. You had Tyson and 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 and, and Jones. Uh, Roy Jones Jr. fight. You watched it? I watched both of them. Yeah. I watched both of them. I w- we'll start with Nate Robinson because that was the undercard and Roy, Roy and Mike. B, I'll tell y'all this. <laughs> he already laughing. B, I saved your ass from being Nate Robinson. <laughs> Didn't I? <laughs> Bro, we was at a party. Oh, going to do it? He was going to box. What you mean, Finna? I'm still going to do it, but go ahead. And, okay, and I'm going to tell him again. He's going to get his ass knocked out. But hey, man, bro, he was, <laughs> did you hear the key word? You say them, he was going to do what? Let's say the word. Box. Say the word again. Box. What did Nate do? I don't know what Nate did. No. If it was a street fight, guess who was winning that? Nate would have won. Period. So when you're in the ring, what you got to do? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What you mean if it's a street fight? If it's a street fight, won. Nate wins that. What are you talking about? Okay, okay. You, how long you been boxing? Huh? How long you been boxing? Since junior high. Okay. As a so, part of off-season training. Okay, okay. So you in a street fight right now. You Nate Robinson coming with all that lunging, jumping stuff. You going one, two, done. Street fight. You not even, you going to miss anyway. You ain't going to miss. I've been, bro. I, I I picked Street up boxing. Fight has no I picked rules. up boxing later. Street than you fighting did. has no rules. And guess what? I've been waiting for somebody to run up on me and, and try me because now I know how to box. I know how to I know how to throw a, a technical punch, right? Yes. So if a dude come, what he gonna do? All that Nate Robinson stuff, jumping, doing all that. One, two, over. Street fight. It sounds easy. But it's Again, if it, if, it, if it was a street fight, Nate Robinson wins that. But but listen, what he talking about? One, two, and he gonna he gonna do your head. I feel, hey, like, hey, I feel B, like the technical B, fighter always B. wins. What if I run up on you and shove my my fingers in your mouth? Yeah. And grab your jaw. But that's not happening, Chan. No, no, no. That's a street fight, bro. That's right, but you're not going to get that close to me. I've been in more street fights than y'all. Get... No, you haven't. That's not true. You ain't been in more no street fights than me. I averaged two fights a year, bro. Hey, so I'm about, I'm about, I'm about hey. 87 and three, and one of them was my sister that hit me with an antenna when I was a kid and beat my back with an antenna. Check my What you got to be doing for him to stick his finger bro, in your mouth? But he ain't going to get that close to my point. Be, be we, more, if, I would grab your jaw with my whole hand. Two people who don't know how to fight. That's exactly what's going to happen. But when you're a boxer and the dude come try you with all that, you know, bam, bam, it's over. Yes. It sound, it's on paper, though. It, that's on paper. You t- you probably too technical and stiff. No. Man. Hold on. Fred, you be attacking me. Hey, hey, you got a glass jaw? Fred, when I grab that. Bum, bum. Bum, bum. Yap, yap. Yap, yap. Come on, dog. When I got it, y'all. I'm going to get in on you. But this is what happened. We was at a party, right? And this is what he was talking about. And 
Who was all at the party? Who was all at the party? Who was it? Uh, uh, Phil Will. Yeah. Amon Shump was, yeah. was there. Who was it? Was a, it was about it six, was seven. Of, it, was about, bro, it was about six, seven top athletes. Yeah. Way better than me. So I, I was in the back. I was just letting people talk. And B Mars talking about, yeah, I'm a box. And who you say you're going to box? Don't lie. Uh, uh, Deontay, Deontay Wilder. Wilder uh, Andy Ruiz. Look, look at Chad. Chad, Anthony Chad. Joshua Alden. I Chad called them all face. out. What you looking Anthony like Joshua, for, bro? You, you, you did the same thing. So he, hey, so yeah, but I can actually here. fight, though. I've been fighting too. So, I'm nice with it. So we got a little group of athletes there. Egg ball players. Oh, it's about sparring, not no. No, 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 no. I'm no oh, heavyweight. Go on the court. So he said he gonna call Deontay, and I let all the dudes amp his head up. Yeah, be you in shape. I'm gonna just keep throwing punches. I'm being better shape. Yeah, yeah. And all them amp his head up for an hour. And whenever they stopped talking at the end, <laughs> I came in and I said, "B, these motherfuckers are gonna punch back, <laughs> and I'm gonna be in the front row, B." And I'm a, I'm a, bro, I don't need a ticket. I'm going to buy my ticket. I told him in front of everybody. And my Shumper got hot with me. Yeah, yeah. I said, bro, I'm going to be in the front row. I'm going to buy my ticket. I'm going to be right there. And when you get your ass hit, boom, <laughs> and you got your booty in the air, I'm still going to love you when you get back down home. But that is what's going to happen if your ass get, bro, be Marsh. You are going to be Nate Robinson. Nah, you are going to have your but booty he said in the air. It, he said it perfect, though. They're going to punch back. Nate didn't know. But he was going to, no, no defense. What, what, what all that? They talking all, all that, offense. All that ain't going to work, all bro. Offense. That ain't boxing. He jumped in there. He said, ah, yeah, bing. <laughs> and that would have been you. All right, bing. All right, all right, all right. So here's the thing. Booty in the air. Okay, y'all got to stay off my dog. All right, no, 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 no. Nate. You right, you right. We going to show Nate love for getting in the ring, right? We going to get somebody to He got in the box. Soldier, but like, here's my thing. I just want to get to. he finna fight Floyd now. Who? Jake Paul. You saw it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Logan Paul. But buddy, Logan, Logan Paul. Paul. Logan Paul. What's the difference? They all pause. It don't matter. I don't know, dude. 55 pounds heavier than Floyd. You know, I want to see Floyd. Like, I, I want to see the fight, but they're going to have to change it up a little bit. Like, even though it's an exhibition, I, 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 it can't go 12 rounds. We'll see what happens. What was your, what was your first reaction, though, when you seen... Nate go down. I, I knew it was coming. We gotta get off Nate. I just, <laughs> I knew it was coming. Chad, I was coming on the, Chad, he ain't been on the show for Chad. a couple of weeks. You know what? But Chad, if we was at this party now, we was talking about this party. When 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 B Marge was talking about fighting Deontay Wilder, Anthony Joshua, and Tyson Fury, would you have told him to fight? Nah, would he, nah he wouldn't have done it though. No, no, no. But would you have amped his nah. head up like other dudes did, mm-hmm. or would you be on my side at the end saying, "B Marsh, don't go out there and embarrass yourself"? I know your kids, bro. He I don't cannot, want to explain that to him. He cannot be in the ring with a heavyweight champion or Why? any of those heavyweight Why? champions. No. Why? The power, just the the delivery, the the understanding of the sweet science that you don't know that they know from due to experience. Do you have the sweet Listen, science? Have you seen my feet? Yeah. Oh, Do you have the feet. sweet science? Yes or no? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So why I can't have the sweet science? Your feet ain't like this. Bro, you talking about power? You talking about the sweet science? And then the feet is another. I mean, thing. it's. I mean, it's. There's a, there's a certain strategic mental capacity that you have to have to be in that ring. It ain't just about swinging no punches, man. Bing. Understanding your opponent, man. Feeling him out round by round. You feel me? So, so I'm gonna show you next week on the show. Let's get a mini ring in here. Mm-hmm. You get some gloves. Ooh. I get some gloves. Ooh. Oh. And we go three rounds. Okay, yeah. so all right, fluid. Put us on the undercard. Let's get paid. I don't See, need that, no that's, money. That's, that's the Yo, problem I, right now. I, 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 a little money. <laughs> that, I don't need no money problem. either, but I'll take that, a little bit more. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the no problem. Friend. That's why we got to watch 
Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. It's about getting paid. It ain't about the sport no more. Okay. That's good. I like because they, they rushed it, and they say this is an exhibition. Yeah. You throw that out there, right? The average person, they see Floyd Mayweather. What are they thinking? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're thinking boxing. These guys already said exhibition. Mm. That's a scrimmage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That ain't real. It's yeah. for entertainment. It ain't none of that. Yeah. Mike and... um. And, and Roy Jones. Jones. They were going forty percent, man. Yeah, it was the they exhibition. They were going forty percent. But the, the yeah. difference in that, though, right. you got Roy, two. Roy took it easy. I feel like I, I feel like he really took it easy. Roy was throwing no looks. Yeah, 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 yeah. The old and then his, a couple his hook. Yeah, yeah, a couple hooks. Mike, no signa- looks. Mike, Mike Tyson's signature punch is that hook, that left or that right, and he Mike was holding back. He was holding back on every See, one. See, but that's the difference. The, the body blows. He was letting them rip. They already told Mike not to go for the knockout. Of course, and, and Mike looked good. They said no knockout. I mean, other than the weigh-in, Remember? you know what I'm saying? They looked pretty good. I mean, Mike looked good. But back to for Logan they and Floyd, good, bro. And what you said, it's about, it about the money. It's about entertainment, the state of where, where we are now. You know, we've been, you mentioned it before. We've been quarantined and everybody been home. It's an easy sell. Logan got almost 19 million followers. Floyd got almost 25 million. They're going to bring people to the television. I'm going to tune in. I mean, Floyd, you talk about the skill set and the feet. That's why he's been successful. It ain't about the power. It's about the technique. That shit hard. Smart. Super People smart. that don't box don't know. That, that shit is hard, man. Style, it's, style wins fights. Quickly, Fred. Y'all, and not two seconds. Quickly. You said that Roy and Mike look good. Both them old bastards look like chewed up piece of bubble gum. I didn't, I didn't Both of them had their no, nipples no, hanging and all, bro. They, they, not look, they look good they enough. Good. Mike looked oh, good enough to put you in. I want to see you in the ring with Mike. Bro, I'm not getting in the ring because I'm like a chewed up piece of bubble gum no, right now. He'll knock your ass Jay, you out. You paid for it, right? No, you I couldn't because it was fifty dollars. If it was twenty dollars, I'd have paid. You ain't paid, bro. When I saw fifty, I streamed it off my phone. I had a buddy. Yeah, bro. Uh-huh. I'm cheap, cheap. I saw four big ass nipples, and I was like, I can't, I can't buy these nipples. <laughs> so Bro, about, four nipples, right, I can't watch buy, two men with buy, four big would nipples. Would you buy Holyfield Tyson three? Oh, no. Why? What? Holyfield Tyson three? Are they are they gonna box or are they gonna say no knockout? I don't, it ain't, I don't it know. ain't about no knockouts. It's, it's what you gonna see? If I don't, if you tell, if me and you fight. Because if y'all do this ring next week, yeah, this we, ring, I'm going to get me in. I'm going to get me three minutes in. I'm going to get me three minutes in. I'm going to have my fingers in your mouth, and you ain't going to know what to do. But, bro, I'm going to go bop, bop. What you say? Have my yeah. punch go t- show on my set, bro. Yeah, One, yeah. two. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm going to do? Yeet, And I'm going to grab it yeah. by the jaw. All he want to do is bite. I'm going to bomb and weave. I done, be, I, done be, I done bit by seven, seven eight dudes in my life. Yeah, I'll bite the hell out of you, too. Ain't no rules in street fighting. That's what I'm saying. So the street fighting. You've been well, in the street. You don't look like you've been in the street fight. Nah, you, I ain't had no issues. And you don't be in no street I ain't had no issues. Fight. You never been in the street fight. I haven't had any issues. Why you ain't had no issues? I don't know. I just ain't had no issues. That boy from Liberty City. You ain't had nobody try you in Liberty City. Mm-hmm. You had to just roll That's in the But I mean, you could go either end of the spectrum. You could be from this. You could be from a place like that, and you don't have no issues, or you got to fight every day. Oh, chef, what we got? Chicken and waffles. You watch the fight, oh, chicken. Oh, let me Brandon has waffles and shrimp. You treating me like to? I get this. The special privileges. In the back. Chef, you doing your thing, Thank Chef. You, chef. Oh, Thank my goodness. Chef, like, tell us real quick your story. Like, you a real chef for real. Like, you went to school for this. Oh, yeah. Because there's a lot of chefs out there, right? This, oh, I know what I'm doing. My grandma's recipe. My mom's recipe. Tell us a little bit. Oh, I went to French Culinary Institute. That's yeah. where um, Bobby Flay graduated from. A lot of renowned chefs. What was the, probably your favorite experience when it came to, you know, uh, going, going back to school? Well, it was challenging for me because I was in school with 
kids my daughter's age at that time. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I had to learn all these new French terms. And I hadn't been in school in a long time, over 15 to 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I did it. And I mean, I, I enjoyed it. And it was very, very rewarding. And, and look where it has gotten me. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, 2020 year perseverance, um, tough in a lot of areas. You know, when I think about you, I think about perseverance. I think about just, you know, it's never too late, right? Absolutely. Like you on and popping right now, so. <laughs> I was always on and popping. You, see, yeah, yeah, see, that's what she yeah, told me. Like, yeah. that, I, say, I say, damn. Yeah, I say, okay. I say, she checked me. She yeah. checked me too on the I'm just saying. She said, I said, damn, I said, boss lady in the kitchen. Yeah. I'm boss lady everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> she checked me. Uh, you could. I just bowed out. It's a fact. I was short. No, I mean, I, I don't mean that. it. I, I mean, I respectfully, I don't mean it disrespectfully. No, no, I know. But, I was short. That was on me. But um, as a young kid, I mean, I graduated at 16 from high school. But um, I chose to, like, kind of, like, be in the street. Yeah. Mm. And uh, I didn't have to. But it was the thing to do back then. I mean, in the 80s. Yeah. So what's next for you? My seasonings and my infused oils are coming out on my website. So you can look forward to that. I use that all the time when I prepare your food. So what's going to happen when, when you when you really like when this thing, this website launch and you take off and everybody supporting you, you, you still going to cook for us? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's all I want to know. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Chef. Yeah. Oh, 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 no. Yeah, I on. never forget oh, where I come from. I'll let you know. Hey, when me and my family was quarantined the last couple weeks, Chef Nancy was giving us oxtail because she knows me and my wife love oxtail so yeah Yeah. you know i felt compelled i mean i would do it for any i mean he knows i'm behind the scenes whatever you guys need i'm a phone call that's my baby all right so then if that's what you're going to say then then you know this is hard times for a lot of people absolutely so what can we do to actually uplift other people like you just uplift channing his family well i'm actually at the moment looking for uh, a family to adopt uh, you just pick their Christmas list and try to get some things. Just basically paying it forward. Yeah. I'm not buying anybody it. else anything. But I love that's, it. That's hard. Because what if we want to do that? Using social media. Obviously, social media is extremely powerful. How do we pick a family that's in need? When it's- do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Cheers to a great day and this ice-cold Corona. You know what would make this day even better? My grandma's carne asada. Throw in some music. We can watch the game. Or we could keep it simple. Corona. La vida más fina. Get your Corona at ordercorona.com. Relax responsibly. Corona extra beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.
Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. So many people that are. Well, I reached out to um, here because I'm here. So a local um, church in Davie and they have um, they have a program. And you just basically now because of the quarantine, because of the pandemic, it's no really no hands on. So they want monetary donations. But that my idea was to basically you can adopt a child or adopt a family. And when you adopt a child, you take on their Christmas list. So I just wanted to do a little something for someone that's really in need. You know, that's awesome. Appreciate you, chef. I uh, appreciate you guys too. Mm-hmm. Enjoy. Boss lady, always, always been on this. Get out of here with them little pants. You got me right. No, for real. No. Nancy Green. Any y'all great? Nancy Green. Y'all know y'all know her by Chef Nancy's Nancy but Green. Y'all asked the question of how you help. I helped today. I it's, it was my today we went to shop for my ninth annual Boys and Girls Club toy drive. Yeah. So I have a partner and uh, Shaker Ready, he's the Gumaconda Ready Foundation. So me and him get together, we go to Walmart and we buy four thousand dollars worth of gifts, four thousand dollars worth of balls and toys, and just we just walk, we really walk through the toy aisle and just pour everything in the cart. We buy four racks worth of toys and we take them to the Boys and Girls Club and we start with one, and after all those kids get one toy, then we put it in the truck and take it to another one and take it to another one and take it to another one in Broward County. Broward County got twelve Boys and Girls Clubs. So we've been doing this for nine years. The ninth year was COVID. So we can't be at the, you know, I'm usually there giving out toys. So I go and give it out and I have the Santa hat on giving out toys. But this year we were talking about should we do it because of the fact that we can't be there. They don't allow visitors at the Boys and Girls Club. And I told them, I said, this is the biggest year to do it. With these people losing their jobs and these parents, lose, you know, saying losing their finances. So this morning, today, me and my, my homeboy Shaker Ready of the Gumaconda Ready Foundation, we went to Walmart on Pines and we bought $4,000 worth of d- gifts to give to the Boys and Girls Club kids. So you say what you can do, bro, get you an association and do what you can. Do I know where all them gifts go? No. But I know a portion of those gifts are going to change a kid's life and to make a kid think somebody cares about me. Even if they don't know your name, somebody cares about me on this Christmas. If my mom and dad can't buy a gift, I still have a gift. That's awesome. Well, fella, I was just at home. Y'all know I just told I just told y'all that I was at home for three weeks with my family. I missed two shows. I'm sorry, fellas. And I love I love you, Chad. And I love you, Brand. I love you, Fred. But now we was at home, man. And and that time through the turmoil, through through my wife being very sick, through the kids and trying to figure out who's gonna watch the kids and all, and nobody could come over. We couldn't get a nanny. You know what I'm saying? And it put pressure on my relationship with my wife and we and we're financially stable. But as you see, the divorce rate is through the roof through this quarantine. So now it really hit me these last three weeks when I could not leave the house and me and my wife and we had to work through it. We had to talk about it. But from y'all's perspective, man, y'all's relationships to help people out out there, like how, how do you approach relationships during this long ass quarantine you can't leave the house y'all are together more than you've ever been together do y'all have any advice to our, 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 our you know our viewers out there about this quarantine bro because it's stressful on everybody and we know from the divorce rate yeah so i, I think that the toughest thing was uh, at the beginning when so i was freaking out and um you know i was ready um, i was one of those like let's go get all the toilet paper we're going to stock up and I was trying to get ahead of it before they actually shut down everything. 
And Mishi, she's, you know, she's more laid back and calm. And she's like, relax. And we had a tough conversation. Like, it, it was like, you know, I was like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's like, what's wrong with you? And, and it was one of our toughest conversations. And, and I was like, the world's coming to an end. And, and for me, it was about, like, us seeing, we were on total, total opposite ends of the spectrum. And we had, like, and to me, it was like, we got to make a decision now. Kids ain't going to school, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And she was, you know, on the other opposite end of the spectrum. And then we had to come together and, and put together a plan. And at the time, you know, we had a couple family members that was at our house. So it was like, how do we do this when, when everybody sees it differently? Um, and, and I think that was the toughest part. And then after that, um, you know, we pretty much got on the same, play, on the same page and, and we just figured it out. Um, I think it for us in our marriage, it actually gave us an opportunity to actually come closer. You know, because the reality is before COVID-19, we was looking at each other like, you know, man, it, what's going on? You know, and that's just the reality, like, you know, ups and downs, the ebbs and flows of relationship. We wasn't great. You know, COVID, and I know you say, um, you know, COVID, you know, divorce rate is high. But for us, it may have saved, you know, uh, us from having a, a terrible year. You know what I'm saying? Like now, is it still hard and we still have our moments? Yeah, like right now, we we, we beefing a little bit. But, you know, it, COVID made it better for us. But that that's an all um, a better term for beefing. You're challenging each other. Mm. You're not beefing. I mean, that's the, the the ups and downs of marriage. That happens. Yeah. Right. So I think, um, you know, just just look when you step back and look at situations, you know, divorces uh, happen when finances aren't aren't great. You know, infidelities. You know, et cetera, et cetera. But now in COVID, you know, you got to deal with that times two. You know, you got to deal with death death of loved ones, people close to you. You know, not knowing what's going on next. You guys are fortunate. You know, you're, you, you know, you got house of athlete popping. You know, you got I am athlete jumping through the roof. You know what I'm saying? You got another house of athlete about to be popping. You got the clothing. You got a lot going on. So you guys are able to balance the, 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 the bad part of 2020 with the goods and, and, and you're able to see, you know what I'm saying? You're able yeah. to look over and see what's going to come in the future. Not a lot of people are able to do that. Yeah. So that's why the divorce numbers are skyrocketed. You know, because a lot of people really suffering with finances. Well, yeah. Finances are tough. Right. Finances right. was that's always, right. hold on, hold that's on. Right. Finances yeah. was always yeah. tough. Yeah. Right. But a lot of people are laid off. And, and the people in the Senate and the House, they f***ing around. Don't want to pass these stimulus checks to help people. They playing games. That's it's Politics is game. They can save everybody, right? They can save a lot. They can't save all of the marriages. They can save a lot of people. I mean, just it's about comfort. But you think about it. Is it even money that's the issue at this a point? Lot of, listen, listen, listen to me. A lot what's, of the money point of, what's the point of divorcing when there's a pandemic, pandemic going on? If you do leave, you divorce. It's but not you, like you're getting another job. They're not thinking. People don't know. I think it's the fact that there's a sense of peace. There's a breath of fresh air of having to leave your spouse and go to work. Yeah. A sense, of, a sense of it fresh is. air, being able to leave and having a break from your spouse and having to go to work. Before, it was having to go to work, damn, I got to deal with this bullshit. And being able to come home and knowing your sense of peace is your wife. Mm -hmm. The roles seem to have reversed. Studies show that the divorce rate has went up 34%. Don't ask me how I know this. I just know. Hey, motherfuckers said studies show. Yeah, studies show. That's what it is, 34%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think... And I, I, <laughs> 
I know I did my research on my phone. I just did. I, did. I just did. I like it. Real deep. I, I like that. I like it. I love it. I love it. But I guarantee you that's the reason. But having to deal with that individual consistently now, 24 hours a day, when but, you would normally but, have that break going yeah. to work. No, no, no. The Chad's point, bro, quickly. You called it beef. Mm-hmm. You called it beefing. Yep. You called it a challenge. Yep. Exactly what y'all are talking about. I'm going to let y'all know what both of y'all said is forced communication. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> communicate <laughs> everything, boy. You don't have communication, boy. It's over communi- with. Let me write, baby, write that shit down. Force communication. Force communication. communication. Bro, because when y'all are arguing, and Chad, it's something you said that made me think about it. When you want to leave, when y'all beefing, what, what happens what happens most of the time when y'all argue? Y'all argue, somebody has an exit. Has an exit and goes, even if y'all sleep in the same bed, y'all hot, and then you go to work for eight hours. Man. This and then you man. come back home. This preaching. Then you come back home and then you don't forgot that stuff. Yeah. yeah. When you are quarantined, I just did it for three weeks, me mm-hmm. and my wife. It forced us to talk about every issue we had. Mm. Yeah. We have to we have to watch this five-month-old, the seven-year-old, mm. this nine-year-old, and then we have to communicate about what our problems come on, are. Come on, Pastor. Forced communication but is what is the good. quarantine but here, is. But, here, but here's why. Like, look, the reason why like, I've always... Um, use my life as an open book is because I never respected being in a church where the people preaching and leading us always painted the perfect picture because the reality is it's never perfect. So what we see is we see leaders and we're like, oh, that's what we're supposed to be. And we don't never see that they have issues in their marriage. We don't we never see that they have issues with their kids, their family, financial issues. So when we feel like we're coming up short because we're not perfect. We're not like them. So for me, I always feel like keeping it real will help other people because the reality is every single relationship has challenges. And you said something key. And, and you know, Misha and I have been married 10 years. And the really the key to the key is communication. And that's in any relationship, marriage, anything like you got to be able to communicate. You got to have a hard conversations. Right. Um, you know, so for people out there, like, that's really what it is. When you talk about marriage, like, you got to be, and you talk about relationships and quarantine and being at home right now, you got to be able to communicate. What did you say? Forced communication. communication. You know what I'm saying? And there's a good book out there, and I, I hate to go this way and be all Mr., you know, uh, uh, professor, but ahead, Difficult Conversations is a book that you read, and it will help you understand the art and the science of communication, yeah. right? But it's a it's work, man. Everybody wants to make their spouse happy. And I think through quarantine, I don't know how y'all feel, but I'll tell you this, where I try to make my wife happy. We 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 you know what I'm saying we eleven years too. We right that with y'all. You, that's why you role play? That's why I role play. That's why everybody thought he was at yeah. hell. <laughs> They say Channing out playing who? Uh, kitty here, cat. here, kitty, kitty. Yeah, <laughs> in the backyard. Oh, all in the comments, bro. We, we, oh, we always do it. We did something last night, but I won't get uh, it. But we got after last night. Too? But listen, <laughs> bro, she had, she got some latex on thing, so it's stop, see through. So it, it, it's right, like it's He's bro, but it's like it's like. Go back to me. But think about that, no, bro. But if you got see through, like you see everything, but you don't see it, so it's kind of a tease, like yeah. They there, but I can they see the hair and I can see the nipples, but they're not there, but they there. Like, bro, it gets you going. Oh, I gotta, I gotta try yo. Yeah, the mask on. You can do saran yeah, wrap. Okay, no, so we all, saying, we all, we all. So you saying, you saying we all try to make our, we all try to make people happy, bro. Yeah. Make people happy, and all you do, all you're, all you're doing is cheating yourself. And you talk about this. This show is about free game, right? Show's free about game. free game. 
Don't cheat yourself in your relationship. Let her know what you want. And then if you tell her what you want and you need when you're upset, not in a nasty ass way. You don't like when, when you're upset, even we'll go back to sports. When when a play doesn't work or you don't like a play or if I had to cover a tight end, if I had to cover Tony Gonzalez, I would go to my D.C. and say, coach, this defense is not going to work because Tony Gonzalez is going to roast my ass. <laughs> yeah. Like I would tell him and he and, and Mike Nolan, actually, and Mike Nolan told me Mike Nolan was like, damn, like that's some real. I was like, coach, I can't cover him. So let's adjust everything. Take that approach to your relationship. Let your wife know, hey, when you say this, when you say that, when I when, when I when I when I open my heart up to you and you laugh like it hurts me. And that's the thing about a lot of men, a lot of masculine, like you don't want yeah, to tell yeah. nobody it hurts you. Yeah. Tell them this hurts me, and then she'll, yeah. and, and, and back to you, she'll tell you what hurts her. But why? And that's communication. Yes. That's real communication. How you doing? What you want for dinner? Fellas, that's not communication. Hey, I'm going over here. I'll be back mm. at 12. That's not communication. That's a f-ing schedule. Mm. Communication is telling people about your emotions. But why is it so hard for men feel. to actually co- connect with emotion and actually do that? Like, that's the, the, world told, the world told you that makes you a Everybody, everybody's wired different. Everybody's wired mentally different. Everybody communicates different. Everybody expresses themselves differently. So all the men, even with you giving the great advice that you're giving now, you that has to be in you to be able to do it, to be able to want to share, to be able to to talk. Some people are closed. You don't think you can learn? I think you can learn that, but I had to learn. learn, But you you got to have the right person. You got to want to learn. Let me ask you this. Do you think, because you mentioned how the world is, yeah. do you think in 2024, when it's time to reelect the president, if a light-skinned brother was elected president, do you think the world would be more emotional and a better place? <laughs> you know what? Y'all want to laugh? You want to answer question, friend? This is my question. I would say yes. Hey, I'm like, where are you going with this? Because us light-skinned brothers, we embrace everything. <laughs> We love everything. See, my, I, my I'm half white. So I, I can deal with everybody. Because when I go to family reunions, I have forced communication with a number of communication. I love you like it. that, don't you? It's like the that. balance. So balance. it's the balance of balance. So see, but you talking about, you talking about a red dude, but Barack Obama was already red. And you see how they embraced him. I like it. I love it. Hey, speaking of that latex, you ever did the shower curtain? The shower, take the shower curtain off the off, rod. Off of the little loop? Yeah, and wrap y'all in it. Put baby oil in there and wrap baby it all together oil. in it. Yes. Because that makes everything. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Y'all like, don't do the shit. Like, 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 you ain't never did that? Hold on, hold on. Man, try to, again. Try, listen, take the shower curtain uh-huh. off the rod. Yeah. Get some baby oil. Mm-hmm. Throw all the baby oil over the uh, shower curtain. Yeah. Then tell her lay down. Then y'all wrap each other. Well, well, y'all yeah. can't, she can't get away. You can't get away. Nobody can get away. Hey, right. oh, hey, that boy be making you entertaining for real, nah, boy. Right right now. No, no, y'all can't just, you can't just missionary all day. Uh, uh, nobody want that, man. You, you gotta twist it up. Just well, eat this. You gotta throw something in the bedroom. Ten years, bro. Yeah. yeah. I take this ball home here and make something happen with it. <laughs> But you gotta make oh, something happen. You've been married a little long. Like a friend, you know, friend nah, because Fred, Fred don't want to tell you what he do in the bedroom. Because Fred nasty, I can tell. Oh, Fred nasty. Fred ain't got a goat in his house before Fred nasty. A goat? A goat? A goat. Just watch us. Just stare at him. See? Hey, baby, the goat looking. Yeah, he looking. Something. Freaky Fred. Freaky Freaky. Hey, you've been going too long, bro. Welcome back. Hey.
They say, what a light skin do with dread. Freaky Fred. Freaky Fred. Cheers to that, baby. Yes, sir. We had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pills. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team, he gotta eat, you know. Spike your skills fast. Keep it riding for the fam. You gotta light the wooden wheels straight up. But in the past, bad. Work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah, and my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.